Now as an adult, and I read from Sirach, the relationship that we are to have with our parents, it becomes in some ways frustrating that I didn't do more for my parents. This is a reading that should be done at least once a year in a family to really give honor to our parents. When I think about the end of my dad's life, I feel regretful that I didn't spend more time with him to give him the honor that was his due. Unfortunately, it wasn't until his funeral that I found out how much he had done for the community and how many people really placed a high honor upon him. One of my classmates wrote in a letter to me telling me how much he admired my dad. My dad was a TV repairman. He worked with guided missiles in the military. And my classmate would go to our house, and I didn't even know this, and talk to my dad about electronics. And he was really taken with the amount of knowledge my dad had. Well, I knew that, but I just never took appreciation of that unfortunately, until after his death. To honor our parents is such an important gift that God has to offer us. The whole gift of family is so radically important that we need to step back once in a while and say, what have I done or not done for my family? How have I assisted them in their growth? How have I honored those in my family? Parents to children and children to parents. I think there's always a closer relationship between grandchildren and grandparents than there is between the first generation. I think we can really go to our grandparents and almost say anything, and they're going to love us. To have that kind of relationship is so important. Unfortunately, we don't know much about Mary's parents or Joseph's parents. But I think there was a very strong connection within their families. Otherwise, Mary and Joseph would not have been the chosen people to raise their son. To imagine what it must have been like that day when they present Jesus in the temple. Here is Simeon. It's his turn to be the one to welcome the child, to do the, the circumcision. And he takes an lifts up the child, and presents him to the Lord. Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace according to your word, which you prepared in the sight of all the peoples, a light for the revelation to the Gentiles, and glory of your people Israel. To imagine what Mary and Joseph must have been thinking. What is going on? I think in the depth of their heart, they understood that this Christ child was different. He was going to be the salvation of the world. But how would, did they take that so important event into the very core of who they were? They were following dictates of the church, the synagogue. They presented him was the ritual. It's interesting that the ritual was to offer a lamb as sacrifice. But they were a poor family. So they were given the opportunity to do the turtle dove and the pigeon. That's part of the dictates as well. When we come and present our children for baptism, 
How well do we take that gift as an important event in their lives? When we are asked, will you raise this child in the practice of the faith? It's not idle words. This is an important event in their lives. We're saying we're going to help this child grow in the practice of our faith. They're going to be raised in the image of Christ. And we have to be the example. We just can't sit by and say, oh, they'll decide what they want to do later in life. If they're not given the example, it's not going to matter. So we have to live our faith as well. We have to be that example. Each and every one of us. As a faith community, we have a responsibility of helping that family so that child may grow in the practice of the faith. We have to be examples ourselves. Then to have Anna come into the temple, where she's always anyway, but she comes forward and she gives praise. Mary must have had many thoughts going on, but then to be told, you're going to be pierced with a sword. Not literally, but spiritually. To see her son whipped, put on a cross, nailed there, and die upon that cross. Could we have withstood that pain in our own lives? And yet she was such a willing gift. Then on the cross, when her son is dying, looking at St. John and saying, here's your mother. This is your son. That she was going to be the parent of all of us. John is representative of all of us. We need Mary in our lives. She is a real force of grace and blessing. Just as she was for her son, she is for each one of us. And to recognize her presence in our lives. We have a great gift in our faith as Catholics that we give Mary the honor that is her due. Being raised as a Protestant, I never understood that. I knew she was Mary, the mother of Jesus, but that's as far as it went. It's totally understanding the power that she has in our lives that is so critical to who we are as people of faith. But she's there to guide us just as she guided her son. Maybe, may we be open to that grace in our own lives that God sends his gift upon us in the power of the Holy Spirit. May we be filled with that grace and that blessing to be of service to one another.